Now, a large amount of copper cables belonging to the Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa has been recovered at the new Canada rail station west of Johannesburg. Earlier this month, we reported about criminals who continued to target Gauteng rail infrastructure, stripping it bare. And just a few days ago, uh, more footage emerging on social media platforms uh, showing the Cliptown station, for example, that seems to have been reduced to literally bare bones. Now, metal railway lines, overhead cables and other items are being taken from local stations and also local lines. And vandalism of the network has forced a rail agency, Prasa, to use diesel locomotives along certain lines in Gauteng. For more on this, we joined on the line now by Makosini Mgitwa, who is the uh, Prasa spokesperson. Mr. Mgitwa, thanks for speaking to us. Welcome to Update at Noon. Thank you for having me and uh, good afternoon to you and your listeners. Well, I suppose one could say good news, you know, after we've spoken and lamented about this particular issue of the theft of infrastructure along uh, Prasa's railway infrastructure. So how much copper are we talking about here that was recovered in New Canada? Look, I, I'm just from the Florida police station where the suspects are being held and where this copper and other equipment uh, is. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's filled up a, a truck. You know the truck that the police would use to uh, to transport um, you know, offenders. It's a whole lot of uh, uh, equipment that's there, and what's most expensive is the signalling equipment. Uh, you know, and interfering with it actually makes it unsafe to run the train. So these are serious problems. But we're very happy with uh, what has happened today because this is equipment with millions of friends. Six people have been arrested, and I think what is important for me to make uh, you know a point for me to make to you, Sakina, is that. It appears that um, uh, the elements who were operating or who are operating the illegal mining are moving towards now harvesting uh, public infrastructure. I'm saying this uh, based on the report that I got and also the equipment that uh, I've, I saw for myself, the equipment that is used uh, in illegal mining, illegal gold mining. And also another important uh, element uh, to note is that uh, on, on regular occasions, our security uh, personnel come under high-caliber fire from these people. And we know that, uh, you know, the Zamazamas are notorious for using high-caliber weapons. So this is very concerning to us. And, um, you know, what we are doing as PASA is that we're coming together with the Department of Transport, uh, the National Prosecuting Authority, the SAP, the Kim Police Service, Department of Justice, uh, State Security Agency, and uh, Minister Mbalula will make an announcement in this regard. It's an effort, really, to curtail uh, this uh, uh, economic sabotage because that's what it is. Mr. Mgitwa, with regard to the six suspects uh, who've been arrested, are we able to glean anything further from who they are with regard to the allegation that you're making that they may be uh, in, in perhaps not in this particular instance, but uh, there seems to be a link here with uh, what was happening with the illegal mining sector? You know, I'll tell you something, Sakina. What has made it particularly difficult for me to communicate around this issue of economic sabotage, vandalism, and theft against personal infrastructure is because um, 90% of the people that have been arrested have something that distinguishes them. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to get into that because the situation in South Africa is always volatile. So there's something here that we need to clean uh, and, and, and get deep into, if, if you see a pattern of people who are arrested 
uh, having a certain, uh, you know, something that distinguishes them. And, um, you know, you see this ramped up attack on the infrastructure. And it's something that the police uh, working with um, all the stakeholders that I've mentioned are working in, in, uh, towards and, and, and establishing exactly what is happening here. But we are breaking the back of uh, this, uh, you know, uh, we are arresting people. Uh, not long ago, a few weeks ago, uh, two former and current Prasa employees were employed. The Prasa employee was denied pay. simply because you can see that uh, there is an, uh, an effort here to make sure that uh, the public infrastructure is removed one as economic sabotage is to make sure that Prasa doesn't operate, but also to harvest its uh, its assets and sell them in the black market. That is that is pretty obvious, Mr. Mkitwa. If you if you actually go to the stations and you look at how it is stripped, I mean, it, it, it's a you can see that this is systematically done. So yes. when you say, and I and I fully appreciate the sensitivity that you are trying uh, to appreciate around this particular matter. However, when you say that 90% of those who have been arrested, um, you know, are of a particular um, segment, as it were, I'm also going to try and be politically correct in how I try to express this, but it would be remiss of me not to push you on that. Uh, Let me ask you, are these foreign nationals that we are talking about, 90% of the suspects who've been arrested? Um, this is our information. So it is nine, uh, 90% of those who arrested for 90% this of are foreign the nationals. Get arrested. Yes. So, again, speaking to the whole issue of economic sabotage, uh, is there a bigger picture that uh, some intelligence is uh, being informed about around this particular matter? You know, Sakina, it is multi-layered. That, that, that's what makes it um, you know, very difficult. It's multi-layered. One, you have people who, you know, either they are nyaupe edits, uh, something like that, people who go there to get something that they can sell in the black market. And the fact that... Um, the scrap metal industry is not regulated in South Africa compounds the problem. We know that a lot of our copper uh, gets smelted, shipped out, uh, taken out of the country into a neighboring country and then shipped off to India and other uh, uh, countries uh, in Asia. We know that uh, internally there are people within APSA who are working with the people who are vandalizing our infrastructure. We've got evidence of that uh, information being leaked uh, in, to other service providers. Uh, you know, so that, uh, you know, PASA cannot be able to protect its infrastructure. We have, uh, you know, uh, security companies whose uh, security contracts uh, terminated or were allowed uh, to um, uh, to run out and were not renewed, uh, who we believe that are working with some of the people to make sure that pressure is brought on PASA to hire back those security companies, even though they were not uh, providing any really real value uh, to PASA and our infrastructure was being vandalized. I mean, if, if the vandalization, the vandalism and theft and this economic sabotage did not just start this year. It's been going on for years, even when those security companies were there, which is what has led us uh, now to, to go uh, for insourcing, hiring our own security personnel. Uh, some of them have already started working and are going to be phased in as we go along. So there's a number of factors that are at play here. You've got them. Um, Operators of other modes of transport who do not want Prasa to be active. We've seen this mainly in uh, Western Cape, for instance, where you know people who just bend trains and when you, you, you catch the suspect, you find that 
the teenagers, you take them to a police station to be interrogated, and then in comes a, a high-flying lawyer, pays their bail. You don't know who that lawyer represents. So there's a, it's a multi-layered problem, and which is compounded by the fact that, and this is important for me to stress, it's compounded by the fact that the PRASA network historically is not protected. It's very porous, and which means that you need to hire many security personnel, use all sorts of uh, you know, uh, gadgets to make sure that you got the infrastructure, which is precisely what we are planning. We are doing actually. And 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 what did we? One would imagine that that would be the obvious thing to do, because if you look at uh, the amount that was spent on procuring new locomotives for the rail system, what's the point of doing that if you can't secure the infrastructure? Security has always been at the centre of the problem. And um, together with security at the center of the problem is uh, Prasa's own supply chain management, which sits with 20 billion rands in capital expenditure uh, budget that hasn't been spent because, uh, you know, of all the infighting and all the, you know, uh, uh, the problems that have beset Prasa. So uh, we are attending to the problem of security. There is a, a Prasa integrated security strategy that has been worked by Prasa and uh, the South African Police Service, State Security Agency, and other stakeholders really to deal with this problem once and for all of, uh, our, uh, of vandalism and theft of our infrastructure, which really amounts to economic sabotage because it affects the country and its economy, and it's, a, it's even worse uh, on poor people and low-income earners who rely on PRASA for reliable transport, which means that some of them, I mean, if you take a person who earns minimum wage, uh, if they have to pay 100 rand uh, per day for a taxi to go and to and from work, they may as well sit at home. When, in fact, um, you know, if when they're using a train, they could be paying 15 rands or something like that. So the attack on Prasa to make sure that it doesn't work, it's really directly an attack on poor people and low-income earners. And just a final question, Ms. Mgitya. You said um, this, uh, the, the, the copper cables, for example, that are smelted and then exported, taken out to, smuggled out to a neighboring country and then taken on to India from there. Which neighboring country is that and has the South African government engaged them? Look, I don't think that it would be proper for me to mention the, um, the, the country, though it's not difficult to figure out because it would have, it would have to have uh, um, a port system so that these things can be shipped out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm sure that, uh, you know... Is it Mozambique? This, uh, um, you could say that, yes. <laughs> well, and, and, and has government engaged the Mozambican government on this? I have no knowledge of that. It's something that I would leave to the South African government and uh, instead speak for Prasa uh, uh, right, uh, right now. Mr. Mgitua, thanks so much uh, for speaking to us. Prasa spokesperson Makosini Mgitua. And wow, you know, what interesting revelations on what's going on here. Economic sabotage. And as he said, it's a multi-layered problem.